comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Hey, this is Ethan Van Stiver. I've got a half hour to spend, and I'd like to spend it wisely. Nah, let's waste it. Half hour wasted podcast. Go. Episode 293. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Tonight's episode, Con You Believe It? Hey, this is Brad, and in case nobody's said it, welcome to this episode of Half Hour Wasted. I'm with Ashley, and we are on the way to the Dallas Fan Days convention. It's the convention that happens every fall. Sometimes it's Star Wars Fan Days. Sometimes it's Star Trek Fan Days. This time it's just Fan Days, because there's going to be lots of uh, different pop culture things going on here. we got comic book people, we got movie and TV people. What's wrong? Too much whipped cream? Or, no, uh, you weren't breaking fast enough. Oh. Sorry. Women. Women drivers. Anyway, Accident. I'm with Women Ashley. Drivers. I'm with Ashley, and we are on the way to the convention. On our way, we're going to make a pit stop for her, and then uh, we're also going to talk about her viewing experiences from the TV show Lost and Fringe. So let's start with Fringe. Uh, you just made it through season one of Fringe. Yeah, about... Two days ago, I think I watched the finale. What's your general uh, feeling about the show? Um, why, why did you want to watch it? Well, I had finished Lost. Walking Dead wasn't on TV. And I didn't have anything else to watch. So you told me you would make me fringe copies. So that's why I started Was it something that, you, that appealed to you? Or um, did you I hear think, me talking about it? Or? I think a couple of years ago... At one point, I saw commercials for it, and I think even when you told me that you were going to make me um, copies of it, I was like, mm, that looks a little too scary for me. Scary? Yeah, because the previews, I specifically You're remember... You're 18. I know. 18-year-olds don't get scared. <laughs> I do. I specifically remember... Safety! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I remember watching TV and commercials came on for it. And, um, they just, I remember them being really creepy, but... It's a creepy show. It is creepy, but it's not the creepy that I thought it would be. Yeah. So, no, I like it a lot. Um, I watch a lot of the, not, the murder mystery, the, the, the crime drama Procedurals. Yeah, with my mom. But this has that, that science fiction, the supernatural element that I like that my mom hates. Right. So it's kind of geared more towards me, I would say. 
Who's your favorite character on the show? Come on, there should be an easy answer. That question's so easy a baby can answer it. I really like Charlie. Charlie? I don't know why. He just, just he makes me Oh, laugh. Charlie. I forgot about Charlie. Poor Charlie. The okay. last poor Charlie. We knew him well. Stop! No, Char- <laughs> Charlie is a cool character. He, he really is. really is. cool. You will love to I like grow. Peter, too. You will grow to love Walter. I love... Walter makes me laugh so you will, hard. You will grow to love Walter above everybody else. Well, that's sure. not fair. I was going to say above everybody else, but no, I love them the all. First. But Walter is complete genius character. He's the perfect... Um, Charlie. I miss Charlie. Stop. Dang it. You already ruined the alternate universe for me. Oh, two episodes before you saw it. No, I'd only watched two episodes. Dang it. Yeah. Okay, so you finished season one. You got yeah. to the end. You sent me a text that said, Holy Leonard Nimoy, Batman. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. That was kind of crazy. And uh-huh. then you sent me a text that said, Is Peter alternate universe Peter? So I wonder why you sent me that text. What made you think that might be the case? Well... Throughout the whole first season, um, first of all, he calls Peter calls Walter Walter. He doesn't say dad or anything of the sort. He always calls him by his first name. I mean, I do that to you on occasion, but I just, that struck me as odd. And then, um, also, I specifically remember Walter talking about an experiment that had gone wrong or something on Walter when he was younger or something like that. I'm not quite sure what he said. And then at the very end of this season finale when Walter um, disappeared again, but he left that uh, letter for Astrid and Peter to find. And then Astrid was like, do you call the police? He was like, no, he, he's fine. He's leaving notes now. He was like, I think our little boy's growing up. And then it cut to where Walter was at Peter's grave. And I was There's like, There's your mm-hmm. big hint. There's and then yeah. also when William Bell turned around, I was like, Holy crap, that's Leonard anymore. So I got an IMDb. And also, Peter was the only one who didn't have an alternate character listed. So that kind of. <laughs> ah, okay, well. But I knew before I. The internet I, <laughs> is full of spoilers, so beware. I know, I know that. I, but I, I figured it out before. Well, for those people who haven't seen Fringe, I will not say aloud if he is alternate Peter or not. But to you, I will look at you and do this. (laughs) Bingo! So, uh, I gotta make a season two DVD for you. You enjoying Walking Dead? Uh, Yes. And I started reading... (coughs) Choking on a bagel. Yeah. I started reading... I started... Baby steps. Baby steps with the bagel. Baby I start... steps. Stop. Baby steps. Okay. I started... Baby steps. <laughs> All right, I, I, I give up. No, go ahead. You started season... No, you started reading... No, I started reading the second volume of the... Hardcovers. Yes. Which would be yesterday. starting with so, issue 13. Yeah, and also started season two. Because the uh, first... Volume 1, I mean, no, it's not the exact same, but Volume 1 ended with Season 1. Right about. Uh, 
No. I read like half of it on the way home from Connecticut. Volume two, don't they find the prison at the end of? I'm sorry, at the end of volume one. They, it's the same as they like in in the show. They're talking about how they're they're all final like they all finally know that they're infected with the disease. Yeah. And then they like walk somewhere and then look and pan over and they see the prison. Okay, that's the end of. That's the end of season one on TV. No, season two. That was the end of season two. When they find the prison. Oh yeah. Actually, when, you're they, right. when we first see the prison, it's season two. But you're right. So they found. I watched them all together. That's yeah. why. Okay. So, so yeah, you're, you're right. You're enjoying Walking Dead. I am a lot. Okay, what about Lost? You've had enough time to process now. Oh, <clears throat> Are okay. you... You're going to have to have to ask specific questions. Are you okay with the way it ended? I'm so happy with the way it ended. Okay. Well, with the extra footage, I'm very happy with how it oh, ended. Oh, I showed you Without the... Without uh, the extra footage, I was crying like a maniac. I showed you... Uh, I forget what it's called. The Man in Charge or something like that. I don't know. It was like a, an extra 10-minute piece that came on the... Look at the puppy. Uh, it came on the Blu-ray or DVD collection that kind of answered some questions <clears throat> and filled in some some Walt-shaped holes that you might have been experiencing. <laughs> so that was uh, neat. But generally, overall, you enjoyed the show? You were obsessed with it for a long time. Many lost nights sleep. Yeah. So you're in the camp of being happy with the way the show ended. Being happy with how it ended. Nobody better not ever touch it or try to make a movie or anything. I'm so happy with how it ended. Yeah, I was too. The ending... And every time someone says something along the lines of, Oh, that was so stupid, or I just want to punch them. Well, I mean, I get it while they were... Why they were upset about it. No, they watched like two seasons and like, that was stupid. I just stopped watching it. Oh, that, yeah. Like, no, no, I get that too. I mean, there was a time when you were like, where is this even going? And then, you know, if you don't keep up with it, I get it. It's okay. But you I'm know. smart. S-M-R-T. S-M-R-T. <laughs> so last night I made you watch The Matrix. You spent the night with me. Enjoy that? Yeah. Have you always thought that maybe we didn't actually live in what we the world we think we live in? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do think like that actually. Did you notice everything in the matrix was green, tinted green? Uh-huh. And then yeah. when they woke up when it was in the real world, it was like normal. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Um for an old movie. Let's see. 13 years old that movie is. that's still pretty intense that's cool I mean the fan the the special effects were fantastic for back then but they still hold up yeah they do pretty awesome um whoa Neo my name is Neo what else I don't know what else I'm saying alright well let's go ahead and pause this and we'll record uh, when we get to the show the really big show All right, so it's uh, it's myself and the one and only Hawkeye. What do you think, Hawkeye? It's About- a stormtrooper. So here we are going into the fabulous Irving Convention Center, the Sci-Fi Expo, FanDays.com, Dallas Comic Con, whatever you want to call it. Pretty good stuff, huh? 
But he's not as awesome as the archer. <laughs> right. Oh man, look at all the uh, look at all this stuff over here. I'm afraid I can't let you buy any of this stuff. No matter how good you are with weapons. Oh boy. They're letting him have some paint. They're letting him have some paint. That means mm -hmm. he's going to buy some one of those. You know what? Those are actually real weapons. They're made out of, they're, those are real. They're not just toys. You mean like this? Yep. Yep. Wow. What a point. How much do you Twenty. Thirty? Twenty. Twenty. Yes. Okay. Wow. A, a martial arts master would love to have one of these knives. Yeah. There's a lot of different ones. Yes. So are any of these safe for him? Yeah, the wooden sword. The wooden sword? Okay. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's cool. You won't be able to hurt yourself permanently. Right, yes. Now, the dogs and cats, that's totally different. That's cool. How heavy is this? That's not bad. Yeah, that's a decent balance. It's got a nice to balance it. to it, exactly I, what I was I thinking. I can hold it with one hand. What did you uh, make it with? It's a wood. Well, I know. Is it uh, what type? That's cool. Oh, it my has goodness. It's a lightness to it. Yeah. Maybe maple? I'm not sure. Oh, oh, again, that's wood, so very gentle. How cool! Wow, that is some, that is some great workmanship. We're going to be very careful with this. Nice. Wow. That's so cool. Well, I'm sorry the wooden ones are the only ones that are safe for you, but uh, don't you worry about it. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> oh. You get to be... <laughs> are those all of those wood? Nope. No, I most mean of the are, ones up there. Most of them are metal. Nope. Yeah. Well, you know what we've got to do... You know what we gotta do, Hawkeye? We gotta do some intensive martial arts and weapons training, and then one of these days, one of these days, buddy, we'll come back and we'll hook you up. What do you think about that? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, if I ever come back, I'll take this one or this one. <laughs> or this one. That's okay. a severe jump. <laughs> yeah. This one, or let's go with the big one. You gotta. You got a good, uh, got a good sense of what you like, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or even the sharp one. <laughs> and we get you some, uh, some nunchucks. You swing them around, then you bat people on the head with them, and they go, "Ow, that really hurts!" And you say, "Oh, sorry." Oh, okay. Actually, or this one. Oh my goodness, that—that's amazing. What's up, Dan from San Ann? Come over here and say hi, Sage. How you doing? Doing all right. Nice to see you. Oh, you too. Yes. Oh, you could do worse. Um, yeah. 
Just, uh, just scored uh, just scored almost a complete run of uh, Legion, L E G I O N. Yes, the original, the 89-94 run. The complete, almost the complete. Almost, almost, not quite. I already had a bunch of, uh, I already had a bunch of issues. And I still don't have the, the, I don't still have the complete run, but I came close. Yeah, so pretty happy about that. Um, they're over there at the Duncanville uh, stand, and just, I just like, you know what? I found, a, I found three Spider Girl comics for Zoe, and I was like, well, I'm sitting there going, God, there's got to be something I want. Oh, okay, I'll see if they got any of those Legion. Because I've got, I've got like, I've got most of the first twenty issues and and some scattered issues there on out, and it's like I found dang near everything between twelve and sixty. Huh? It's like, hey, you know, I realize I'm a freelancer, but who's the one? Who's the one making the house payment? Okay, yeah. And I'm a. Uh, Brad and Frank will be here tomorrow. Um, I don't know about Sunday. I, I think uh, June Bob, um, June Bob, Frank, Brad, they'll be here tomorrow. I, I've got to go up and do the OU game. So, uh, camera guy. So, uh, so I can't get out of it. I don't know. Um, chances are decent that I'm not, just because I'm going to have to hand, I'm going to have to hand this off to Frank. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. As it is, it's like I put this on as loose as I could. It's no freaking way. It's like I'm just going to have to cut it and put some tape on it and just Frank's just gonna have to go yeah well I mean it's like you wander through and it's just like yeah it's there you know they're not they're not like hey wait a minute wait, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> I need to see a photo ID give me a drop of blood you know <laughs> and I scored the uh, um, back in May for him we uh, he wanted a Star Wars room so we painted his uh, we painted the walls in his room black sorry to my bud nice no Hey, anybody? This is oh, hey. of mine. How are you? I'm doing oh, this well. Is, uh, Bill. I'm Bill. Yes. Yeah, Bill. Yes. Yes. I was yes. This is Bill. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Keep digging out a card. Okay. Have one. Well, you guys yes. Have one. one. I still actually have a refrigerator magnet with the original. Yes. Ooh. You had a CD thing at one point of there. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny M. Um, of the dudes. He uh, he made those up and. Send them to us for whatever reason. Yeah, I because I'm with him. I really haven't had a chance to. You know, what I wanted to do. I wanted to see Ethan Van Skyver. Um, in fact, I actually brought freaking Flash Rebirth number one in the hopes that he might sign it. Because you know he's talked to us twice, and it'd just be nice to say, "Hey, dude, great meeting you in person. Thanks for talking with us." But it makes me wonder if he's like up on one of the floors because. It said on the website he's supposed to be here Friday through Sunday, but he's not. He's not there. So, Ethan Van Skyver, do you know where he's at? Do what to who? Ethan Van Skyver, fourth floor. Oh, okay. Ethan Van Skyver. Okay. Several other people. Okay. Steve Niles, Bernie Wrightson, all the artists, almost all the artists are upstairs. Okay. Okay. I'm so used to seeing them. Yeah. Here. That explains why I'm seeing Scott. Scott Harbin's up there. Lawrence is up there. Okay. Oh, some uh, is down here. What's that? Some is down here. Is there, no, dude, I just spent 38 Dude, that's awesome. I spent $38 on Lego, sir. Uh, I mean, is it number one? Back to the pit, guys. I'll see you later. Nice meeting you. What, what number is that, though? What number? What, what I don't think he has any idea. Looks like uh, number two. Do they have number one? Wow. Yes. Will we please get a comic of one of these? Are these limited runs, or is this just ongoing? No, it's uh, no, it was a, a limited series. Okay. 
That's cool. Are you a fan yeah. of the Rocketeer? I think he, I don't think, he's never seen the Rocketeer what? before. This is just, uh, he's just like, because he thinks the costume is sweet, and it is. You know what? We need to watch the movie. You do. There's a movie about the Rocketeer. Hey, how much is issue number one? <laughs> 12 and 12 and 5. 12. That's cool. The one on the bottom is the 5? Yeah. That's actually the cooler cover, I think. Yeah, I kind of think so too. That's cover A. Cover B is the uh cover B is the the top dollar one, but that's the one that uh evokes what? the uh cover Z? Um there isn't a, a cover Z was like a Marvel thing back in the 90s and they usually had foil on them. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Oh, hey, the the dot, the dot was back. Oh. He's occasionally, someone's got a laser pointer and it'll kind of flash yeah. around there. Yeah, and he'll literally go, back. the dot, and he'll turn towards it. It's like, you're funny, little man. I scored uh, the, uh, this is the uh, Doctor Who Van Gogh exploding TARDIS poster. Nice. Yeah. Last year. I've been a, I was. I almost literally grew up with Doctor Who. It's them. It's their fault. I would love to talk about it on the show. Maybe one of these days we will. Um, but no, I I, I started watching. Uh, um, uh, KERA was the first station in America, of course, to start broadcasting Doctor Who. Thanks to Dave Young. What's his name? The bald guy with a ponytail that always uh, he's in charge of their uh, uh, pleasure rides. That's right. You're not a Dallas native, so. Um, so yeah, Dallas's Dallas's station was the first station that ever had um, Doctor Who episodes that in cool. America. That is cool. Um, OETA, Oklahoma's uh, public station, was I believe the second station in America to broadcast Doctor Who episodes. So, so we were getting them in '75, '77. I'm trying to remember what year they showed up. Um, but yeah, Saturday nights, man, 9 p.m. Doctor Who, 10:30 Monty Python, bang. There's that my wasn't past your bedtime? Not on Saturday nights. Oh. Um, and I always thought it was weird because um, my parents had no problem with me watching Monty Python with them. Of course, that was back in the days where, you know, there's no DVRs, you know, right. there were no VCRs. So it's like, you got to watch it now or you'll never see it again. And I, you know, I, I'm convinced that 98% of my sense of humor is Monty Python, the other 2% is Steve Martin. So, you know, not bad. You know, you know, at least uh, there are worse decent sources at least. But oh yeah, I've I was a I was there for Tom Baker. I've I've gotten the kids um, the kids are pretty well hooked on the new Doctor Who's, uh, which okay. totally makes sense because they're badass. But the um, um, but on Netflix you can you they have individual episodes of the older guys. You know, there's one or two John Pertwee episodes and a couple of Tom Baker episodes and uh, um, uh, it's um, it's all uh, it's all cool to me. It's, it's a trip in the way back machine for me. For them, it's like, yawn. You know, oh, the, the plot is, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but the plot is so slow. Oh, the effects are substandard. You know, I'll tell you what, though, man. The, For me, though. The new show, the current show, there are some episodes that are just gut-wrenchers. Like the Van Gogh episode. Oh yes. Yes. Absolutely, yes. And um, um, I just, I, you know, I grew up on Tom Baker. He was my man. And um, I loved him beyond belief. And I didn't think anything could ever match that until David Tennant showed up. 
because the first season with Chris Freckleston was interesting and it was well done and it was worth watching and it made me want to watch more. When they brought Tennant in, holy See, cow. I love Eccleston because he was just such a jerk. Yeah, well, nice and Eccleston was really cool. It was a really cool yeah. way to refresh the series because it was something it was something you truly didn't expect. I mean, he he wasn't, you know, he wasn't an archetypal of any of the previous no, Doctor Who's. I mean, just a leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, frankly, I found a lot of it almost hard to follow. Um, you know, the, the whole... Uh, campy, well, the whole Bad Wolf, you know, ongoing storyline right, was like, right. what, what is this and where is it going? And I'm just, yeah. I'm just not following it. So that's on me. Um, it finally became clear, you know, at the end of the season. Um, but then, yeah, David Tennant showed up and he just channeled... Doctor Who. I mean, Doctor Who bled out of his pores. And he said that, you know, he'd wanted to do that since he was a kid. And of course, you know, he's Shakespearean trained. He's, you know, he's he was basically the William Shatner of Doctor Who, yeah, in my it opinion. It's really hard to watch him in anything where he's not the Doctor. Yes. I guess, um, what was he? Uh, uh, he was the, the bad son in uh, Goblet of Fire. Yeah. 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 Well, he'd flick his little tongue out. It's right. like, and then nice was, job. And then uh, the remake of uh, the Vampire movie. Fright Night. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Is it worth watching? <laughs> it's not bad. Okay. But, I mean, Tenet, it's just not, it's not Doctor Who Tenet. You know? Right. Okay. Uh, and then there's another, uh, it was a British movie, it's called like, uh, The Substitute Wife. What's happening? I think it's called The Substitute You was brought goodies. Substitute Wife? What's that? Substitute Wife? Right. Yeah, Substitute Bride. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's a total chick flick, but it's Tenet, and it's like, well, I will watch it for Tenet. Nice. But he was cute. He was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's th- that one's actually a decent movie, too, but okay. he's not the doctor, and that's kind of what everybody's just wanting, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard, a, a, I've heard a, a bunch of, you know, I've heard a million actors say, you could do a lot worse in this world than be typecast. Half the actors say, being typecast, I'm great with it. The other half say, it's, you know, nothing could be worse. Oh, my career. Yeah. But you know what? You're, you're a working actor. You're famous. You know, that's yeah. what they want. So but life is good. The first, uh, the first Weeping Angels episode with Tenet, that was just some amazing science fiction yeah. right there. Well, and uh, um, for my money, uh, I really enjoyed, um, God, why am I blanking on his name? Um, the, the first showrunner. Um, the guy that did Torchwood too, Russell oh. uh, Russell Davies. No, no, it's uh, uh, oh my brain hurts what's now. Captain Captain Harkness, Jack Harkness. What's his name? Oh, uh, um, Harkness, uh, Captain Jack Harkness. Uh, he was uh, John Barrowman. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Russell I love Davies. Him up in the show. Was that the Was that the Russell Davies? Russell T Davies. Anyway. Um, the, the new showrunner this year, or the one that took over, um, how did he take over, um, um, wow, I'm I'm not doing well right now. Um, That's okay, because we haven't even finished the first Matt Smith season. Okay. Somebody's always working. Whatever. I'm going to, but you know what with, like. with, with no, I, yes, I have a very good idea. Yeah, this is the, uh, this is the, uh, the Van Gogh movie poster. The, the exploding, uh, exploding TARDIS. the exploding TARDIS poster. Yeah. It's it's available over there if you're into it. Um, but I figured uh, last time around um, we we I said painted his room black, 
painted his walls black, um, except for the ceiling, thank goodness. Put um, glowy, uh, plastic glowy stars all over the walls and hung a bunch of Star Wars Legos from um, uh, Line. Uh, so it's a bit of a... Uh, bit of a minefield for your for your skull if you walk in there but uh, it's okay seems like it'd be really dark it is yeah it is but um it's a high gloss black so that helps oh, okay. and uh um but i got the uh, the three uh reprints of the original three star wars movie posters oh, okay. from that cat over there last year uh, last back in may and um managed to find um managed to find nice frames for him at hobby lobby you know, the, the cheap, the poster frames are usually 20. They had a sale. It's like, I went there. They just had to be on sale for 10. It's like, give me three of those bad boys. We framed them up. They're on his walls with the stars nice. around them and stuff. Nice. Yeah, and you turn, the, uh, you turn the lights off at night, and, you know, for 10, 15 minutes or whatever, they're still glowing. It's just, it's a good look. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I just, I couldn't leave it behind. Yeah. My wife's going to be hacked, though. I just spent 35 bucks on a freaking TIE fighter for him. Lego TIE Fighter. The cool thing is, and I didn't realize this when I bought it, but uh, you can configure it. It's got the instructions. You can configure it three different ways. Oh, nice. So you can do the, the regular TIE Fighter, which is pretty cool looking, and then you can build it into two other different things. It's got the instructions for it. So, oh, okay. That should be fun. Yeah. I know. I'm hopeful. That's all right. I'll say, hey, it may have been 35 bucks, but it's three different Lego toys in one. You can't do that, you know. Yeah. My, my parents came down to the show in May okay. from Minnesota. Wow. And, uh, that explains the Viking shirt. Yeah. Go but, Adrian Peters. But my, uh, my mom bought two giants, the giant-sized Lego things for my dad, like a Millennium Falcon. Oh. And I want to say a Y-Wing. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, he, she dropped like two hundred. Yeah, he wants them badly, but yeah, the Millennium Falcon is like, the Millennium Falcon is somewhere between 120 and 140, depending on where you get it. Yeah, well, yeah, my mom came came over and she dropped them off over here for me to hold on to them. Yeah. So my dad wouldn't see them because they're supposed to be Christmas presents. Oh, okay. She's like, can you also take the price tags off? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, bub. Is that better? Is that what you're going to wear for Halloween, too? Bub. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we decided to debut it early. It's really weird. I'm 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 kind of liking the elbow room around here. I know that you vendors would probably prefer it be like it was back in May, where oh. you can't beat people. It will off. be. It will be tomorrow. Yes. But yeah. This is the first Friday they've ever been open. I know, and this is really this is really it's cool. Actually I, been, I think it's been a decent turnout. For that's cool. A Friday, especially when there's never yeah. been a Friday before. Yeah, and we got down here. Um, we got down here about four o'clock. Uh, eh, 345 or so and with the expectation that it's going to be pretty sedate tonight you know I, I really honestly figured that by 6 o'clock I figured this place would start filling up pretty good I guess they're just waiting for tomorrow yeah so yeah yeah that's, that's the thing too is we're limited celebrities tonight too okay although there was a cowboy here signing earlier and doing really? photos I guess he's a Stanley fan Oh, no, so he wanted to come to meet Stan Lee. I wonder which one. That's awesome. Uh, what was his name? Sage. Sage. Tyron Smith. Yeah. But, Left uh, tackle. Yeah, USC. Okay. But he, because he wanted to come and meet Stan Lee, he came and he was actually signing and doing photos for That's free. cool. For oh, man. And the uh, crazy thing is, though, he was born in 1990. Yeah. 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 I, I was. <laughs> How dare you be born. I, I know. I, I was, I was almost out of college by that point. Or 
the tech school that I ended up graduating from. I'm not going to particulars. But, uh, football players at my age, it's like, wow, that's kind of cool. He's my player. Dad, my dad has one of these comics. I know, and it's awesome. Actually, I got the I got the dollar reprint. Oh, okay. It's like whatever. The trailer for the third movie is supposed to be coming out here pretty soon. I know. I'm I'm hopeful that uh, we're not all gonna barf when they show us the Iron Man costume. I think we'll we'll deal with it. We'll live through it, you know. But you know, that's how it goes. Well, dude, hey, we got to go up and see Ethan Man Skyver if we can. No. He was, he was he was trying to drag me out. Uh, he was like, let's go. I, I got him the Legos. I made him I made him hang out with me while I searched through the you know the comic bins. I I really you know if it was up to me I would have gone from A to Z. But since I was with him, I looked in the asses. When I get my Legos, that when I'm ready to go. Famous last words. Yeah, he. Yeah. Because when I get because when I get my Legos, I want to get all the stuff that's yeah. So that's what we did. We uh, we wandered because around I'm once. I'm like the biggest fan of Legos ever, and Star Wars. He is. It's true. So I we even and the event. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so we're we, coming up with some Ninja Turtle ones too here pretty soon. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We uh, we we did the we did the orbit once and see what's there Snoopy. and he was like legos it's like we'll come back bro we'll come back and um occasionally you'll get off you'll get away and you'll start doing other things looking at other things and you'll just you'll kind of forget about it i didn't forget about it no he was like let's go back to the lego place come on dad let's go back to the lego place like, all right did you bring your money <laughs> oh man I know, I know. It's uh, it's a crazy thing. All right. Good, sir. Oh, absolutely. Try what a pleasure. A words I will. I will. Hope, hope. Third time so, right? I know. I know. Well, you know, hey, nobody's perfect, especially us. And the crazy thing is, that's the only show we've ever lost. Of course, it was, yeah. uh, you know, it was an interview with one of the biggest creators in all of comicdom. But yeah, other than that, yeah, not, not a big deal. All right, buddy. Hey, let's go. We're gonna go upstairs real quick. We're gonna see if we can uh, find Ethan. Who's then we're gonna, then we'll, and then we'll blow. Okay. Who's Ethan? Who's Ethan? I'll explain it to you later. Tell me now. I'll explain it on the way. Let's go. Oh, pardon me, sir. Okay, we're <laughs> okay. going now. Say bye bye. Say bye bye. 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 This is Frank Rincon from the Half Hour Wasted podcast. About to go to the Dallas Comic Con. It's Saturday morning. Beautiful day. Let's see. I'm about to meet Brad. I'm taking the train up there today. Bill Magano, Bill the Voice, was there yesterday. And we're just going to hang out, see what's going on, bring you some interviews. All that good stuff. You know how much fun that can be. So, here I go. Start walking. Let the walking begin. This is Frank A. Rincon. And I'm... Oh, I 
guess from about one city block away from the uh, from the convention center, walking towards there. Just uh, walked past the train station. I ended up not taking the train because it turns out I wasn't that far away. So I just walked. The train didn't really work out. Uh, uh, for those who are not familiar with mass transit, there's usually a park and ride situation where you park and take the train. Well, the station that I wanted to go to was a transfer station, so I couldn't park my car, so I went to the next one, which put me just within eye distance of the uh, sight distance, walking distance of the convention center. So here I am walking. So I should be here momentarily. I just walked by a guy prepping up his Han Solo uniform. There goes a train. Bye, train. And I'll report to you in a moment. This is Frank Rincon. I'm in the con. Hey, Wolverine, how are you? Predator, give me five. There you go. And you are... Hold on, where you go? Deadpool. I don't have my face on, oh, but... okay. Hey, Deadpool. Okay, go catch up. There's some lady zombies. Hey, guys, how are you? Let's see. Lots of costumes. There's a Pokemon guy. Hey, how are you? Ooh, there's a hipster. Rare sighting. Okay. Looks like the fire marshal making his rounds. How you doing, Green Lantern? Let's see who we got. Lots of good costumes. We have a Doctor Who here with the Fez. Got a very young Yoda in a carriage. Oh, there's a black cat. First impressions, not as crowded as last time. Still a lot of people. Looks like I just missed a call from Brad. First floor. I'm gonna type. I'm gonna text him. First floor. First floor. There we go. There we go. I hear it. There's Brad. And it looks like he has his daughter. Go around that way. All right. And here he comes. It's Brad and his daughter. Hey, how are you, Ash? Good to see you. Brad, good to see you. Hey, Brometheus. How are you? <laughs> good. Ash, how are you? Good. How are you? Great. So, you guys have been here all morning. How's the show been? It's uh, It's been pretty good. I mean, uh, it's, it's a little less hectic than last year, I think. I haven't lost my temper yet, which is a good sign. I think having them um, uh, start on a Friday was a good idea, you know. Were you here yesterday? No, I was not. I did not come. Bill did, and he spoke to Ethan Van Skyver. We got to see Ethan Van Skyver earlier. He wants to be on our show again. Good. Yeah, I wanted to. I told Bill I'd at least uh, stop by and say hello to Ethan and stuff. He's apparently a fan of the show. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I told him we'd come back uh, later. We. He signed my absolute Green Lantern Rebirth. Oh, good. He drew a little head sketch inside it. And I told him we'd come back later, so maybe here in a little while we can go up to the third floor and say hi to him. How about you? Are you having a good time? The people watching hasn't let me down yet, so. (laughs) Look at how tall tall Dazzler is. Yeah, in fact, uh, we walked in together, and uh, she said she, her and her friends had broke for lunch. So this is her second round. And she said she was on the roller skates for a while. Yeah, we saw her this morning as we were coming in, and she was wearing the skates, and she was six inches taller than she is now. It was pretty awesome. She did a good job. She looks a little beat down, I guess, from having to walk from the parking lot to here. Yeah, she's been carrying her skates the last couple of times we've seen her. Ashley's right, though. The people watching here is 
is pretty awesome. The people smelling, however, is not so awesome. I did walk in, and uh, right when I walked in, I got a good B.O. whiff of some people. <laughs> just, I mean, it was a good, solid just, oh, am I in Europe? No, I'm in America. Ooh, stinky. You would think that they would understand, you know, how to be in a social situation, but... Well, but but we all know that many geeks are antisocial, so... That's true, and, you know, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I'll go ahead. Probably the some of the people here that walking around, this is the only exercise they're ever going to get. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, they have to get their quarterly walk-in, like every... Like, the con happens about every quarter, so... You know, this is the workout for the for the year, the last workout for the year. I have to say that the crowd is very manageable. Like last time we were here, it was uh, shoulder to shoulder, no exaggeration. Uh, we're able to stand out in a walkway and have this conversation right now. Well, this uh, morning, the line to get in was actually on the first floor of the parking garage. Oh wow! Instead of it being outside in the weather, the heat, if it was hot, it hasn't been. It's been nice today, but we all waited in the parking garage. And uh, it's been a very, it's been very, like you said, very manageable, very non-confrontational. The uh, concession stand lines have been fairly short. They've got concession stands out in the parking lots as well. Oh, there's a, like, uh, Adventure Time. I love, yeah. Oh. I'm more, I'm more excited about Adventure Time. I've never <laughs> seen Adventure Time. It's I don't a, even know what that is. It's a lot of fun. That's a pretty good War Machine costume. Yeah, it is. Very good. So, highlight uh, costumes you've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, War Machine's actually, the closer it gets, the better it gets. It's really... That's really very, very cool. Let's go stop him. Here, I'm going to go I'm gonna go talk to Adventure right. Time. Hey, I really want to talk stop, to you. Stop, 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 stop. No, and I'm sorry, not you. You, Adventure Time, how are you? Oh, well, hi. <laughs> Fine. You did a great job of the costume, that's all. And War Machine looks great, too. But That's actually uh, Iron Man uh, from the first one where he does a test flight. Oh, okay. So, yeah, not really War Machine. Oh, okay. Brad, it's not really War Machine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so, telling someone else. So, I like your costume, so describe it for me. We're on radio right now. Uh, basically, uh, ever since Adventure Time came out on Cartoon Network, uh, it, uh, the show was so funny and so interesting that I wanted to cosplay the character Finn. And the other characters, like the princesses and uh, Ice King, are, are so awesome and funny that I somehow come up with my own patterns, designs, and, and made them. So I pretty much uh, machine-stitched some fabric and come up with my own collection of uh, Adventure Time plushes. Look, you got a fan here. All right, I'll, I'll let you pose for it, but thanks a lot. What's your name, by the way? Name is Sean Fan. Thanks, Sean. Sorry, I'm a big Adventure Adventure Time fan, and that guy did a good job. So. Ashley said you were uh, silly for watching that show. I've never seen it, but some of my friends think it's funny. And no, she did not say that. I was no, that that's okay. The show is silly, and it is like all over the place, and it it doesn't make any sense, and it's just a lot of fun. It, it's a it's it's like an adult show disguised as a kids show, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. You asked, look at Black Lantern, Batman's pretty nice. <laughs> you asked what the highlight costume was that I'd seen so far. I haven't. We saw her in the parking garage, and we haven't seen her since. You know who you know who Barf is? If I said who Barf was, uh, no, I guess not. Character, but it was a girl dressed as Barf. Spaceballs, John oh, Candy's yeah, half yeah. man, half dog. Yeah. I'm a mog. I'm my own best friend. There's a girl dressed up as Barf here, and oh. it was awesome. I mean, I've been looking for her all morning so I can get a picture made. 
a couple Halloweens ago, someone wanted me to dress up as Barf. We were going to do a, a, a group costume. That was the same year uh, I was a Ghostbuster. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. One of the things that we had talked about was was doing space balls because we wanted awesome. to do a theme. And so uh, for a while I was going to be Barf. And I'm glad we didn't because that looked like a hot costume to me. I, uh, I'm definitely going to dress up as Mog one year for Halloween because it was, or Barf, I'm sorry. Barf was a Mog, half man, half dog. Uh, I've decided what I'm going to be for Halloween. This year? Yeah. What is it? Uh, the Burnt Up Chars of Big Tex. Oh, that's just oh, wrong. That's funny. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you spoken to our friend Bill Bragg at all? No, but he did a lot of interviews yesterday. For those who don't know, Bill Bragg is the voice of Big Tex, and Big Tex is the big statue that uh, greets you when you come into uh, the Texas State Fair. Yeah. He uh, he burnt he burnt down yesterday. I think all that was the picture I saw was uh, all that was left was like the wire frame. Yeah. If you guys don't know what Google Texas State Fair. Or, or, big tech, or, yeah. Big tech's fire, big tech's burns, and you can see pictures. How tall is it? You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, guessing 60, 80 feet, maybe. Yeah, and he's tall, and, and you could hear our friend Bill say, "Howdy, folks!" When you walked in, and uh, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy seeing that. He's been doing that voice for years. Wow. His name is Bill, and Frank and I used to work with him. Do you ever see him still in your job at all? Uh, no, he still does voiceover work around town, yeah. though. Um, he would dress the part, though, as Big Tex. I mean, he had a—he didn't dress oh, yeah. exactly like Big Tex, but he wore a big cowboy hat and crazy shirt and big, you know, uh, big boots and stuff like that. But so uh, there's only one week left of the Texas State Fair. But like Brad said, if you Google Texas State Fair Big Tex Fire, you'll see a picture of it. And it was pretty spectacular. We were watching it at work. You saw it burning live. Yeah. Uh, we heard about it after the fact, but we we got to see some pictures. So, anyway, um, it's it has been a lot more uh, pleasant this year here at the convention. Um, now, where is Ethan Van Skyver? Is he on the first he's floor? On the third floor. Okay. So we'd have to go up to the third floor. There are some some uh, artists up there. The photo uh, booths are on the fourth floor. Um, Dan from Santa Ann, have you? Uh, yeah, we ran into Dan, and Dennis Pooh was here somewhere. We saw him. Now he was offering a McWaffle or a McGriddle. Yeah, I uh, he he saw us in the concession stand line, and he said, "Hey, I got a McGriddle." And I said, "No thanks, I've already had my one McGriddle for the year." Yeah. <laughs> and that's literally I'll I'll have one a year because they're so bad for you. Yeah, it's just uh, pancake syrup, sausage, egg, and it's grease awesome. and butter, and it is delicious. And you're right, about one a year is more than enough. Have you been uh, in the the big room? No, I just walked in. In fact, why don't we go ahead and do that? Uh, we'll just we'll walk in, we'll see what's up, and then uh, we'll pick up some more interviews here and there. We have to meet Ethan Van Skyver. Maybe we'll do that in a bit. Okay, let's, let's, I'll follow you. We've already been around, so we'll follow you. See where okay, you go. I'm going. Okay, so what's going on here? We're recording. We're going to walk over here a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're the saddest princess bubblegum, right? You're the saddest princess bubblegum I've ever seen. <laughs> you look so, like, despondent. You were like, oh. Hi, my name's Frank. I'm from a half hour wasted. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. And who do we have here? I know we have Finn, but what's your name? Uh, my name's Lucinda. Lucinda? Okay. So when you walked in, Princess Bubblegum, you looked all like, oh, can't believe no one's recognizing me. <laughs> But you did a good job. Thank you. <laughs> so you guys fans of the show? Yes. yes. Can you call, who's your favorite character? 
Uh, Princess Bubblegum. A uh, Marceline Vampire Queen. Now, I like the, and I did this last time, I can't remember, the one that kind of talks like this, that princess. Oh, Lumpy Space Princess. Lumpy Space Princess is my favorite princess because she's just, ugh, no one understands her. <laughs> Can you do Lumpy for me? Um, oh my gosh, know. guys. It's totally lumping awesome. <laughs> okay, well, my name's Frank from the Half Hour Wasted Podcast. I just saw you young, you young ladies, and, and I like you just look sad, so I thought I'd, I'd ping you. Go have fun. Smile, all right? Here? Stupid yeah. kids. Okay, we're recording. We're here with Julio. How are you, Julio? I'm doing very well, thank you. So we're uh, so Brad. What's going on here? Well, for uh, we let's tell people who Julio is. Yeah. We used to work with Julio back in the day, back at the place that you and Bill and uh, we all I, met we essentially. All met, yeah, we all worked at for a long time. It, it was like high school. <laughs> and Julio recently got married. Congratulations! Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I did. I so did. It seemed like a spur of the moment thing too, or uh, was it planned well in advance? Well, uh, you know, we'd been together five years, so it sounded like a good idea at the time. Okay, so, good. Was it to Vegas? Uh, no, it was actually here, and then we went to Europe on a honeymoon, so. Okay, great. Well, congratulations. Is the wife here? Uh, no, she's working today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, so Julio's here, and Brad yeah, and so his daughter. What we're about to do, we're about, Julio, we're about to teach Ashley the fine art of haggling. Ah, or, nice. or, or using uh, feminine wiles to uh, get a lower price on a T-shirt. So, Ashley's got fifteen dollars. There's a T-shirt over here. I want for twenty bucks. Okay, so Ashley's gonna go over there and say, "I really want to get this shirt for my dad, but I've only got fifteen bucks. Will you, you know, will you take it?" And then we'll see. She'll report back, and, and we'll see. Are you nervous? A little. <laughs> oh come on. You'll be just fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> so well, okay. Let, let's kind of do a practice, and we'll do it with me. Okay. So you're practicing with me. So come up and. Uh, no, come on. It'll be fine. So, all right, let's do it. Ready? So, you're going to come up to me and say, hey, say you want to get the shirt for 15 bucks. So, try it. Can I get the shirt for my dad? I only have $15. I'm sorry. The shirts are 20 Okay. No. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what you do. So, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Okay. So, so let's, let's try it again. It's okay. No, you rehearse it. Walk up and say, look, I know you... I see your, the sign that says your shirts are 20, but all I've got is 15, and I really want to get the shirt for my dad. He fell in love with the shirt, and I want to surprise him. You could try something like that. Now, now, if he says, he'll probably go, nah, it's 20. He goes, oh, I mean, I really want it. You sure you won't take 15? So let's try that, all right? So, okay. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Because, because if he won't sell it to you for 20... And you do a little back and forth, you just walk away. No harm. Yeah, Either he will or no. he won't. He's just going to say no. Okay. He's not going to stand up on his chair point and laugh and right. say, this and, girl's a cheapskate. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to practice it one more time? Uh-huh. All right. Here we go. Roll. All right. So, do it. Right, We're right here. You can do it. Look. Hi, Spider Girl. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> I got a mean look for Spider Girl. If could kill, you would be a dead man holding <laughs> the microphone right now. Did you? I missed that. Now. This little girl here, she did one of these. Oh, no. Yeah, she was like, don't look. Oh, here we go. What? Yeah. Okay. So here she goes. which color shirt I wanted. And what is the shirt that you're looking for? I'll show you when I get back. It's okay. a Star Wars-related or Star Wars-themed shirt. Gotcha. Um, but it's easier just to look at. Now, over here in the corner, have you been back here in the corner, Julio? I have been. I've been like this section, but I haven't been all the way around yet. Have you seen that big black uh, thing in the corner? Yes. Off yes. The oh, is that where Stan Lee is? Wait, here she comes. Here she comes. <laughs> there are like five people in there. <laughs> Oh, no, that's even better. That's that's when you take advantage of the situation. No, 
no, because then they're going to be like, well, will you sell me for this much? Oh, yeah, she got a point. Uh, nah, I would just kind of get him while he's off guard. They're probably talking about artwork. He's also selling autographed pictures oh, and that's stuff. that's true. So back there in the corner is where Stan Lee's been autographing, but they've got this black, they call it pipe and drape in the business. Uh, <laughs> in the convention black, business. Yeah, black blocking off uh, his table and... It's just really kind of sad that they would go to that length to keep you from actually seeing. So do you have to go behind the curtain? Yeah, so what they do is out here in this hallway here, you're lining up when you have your Stanley autograph ah, ticket. I see. And you go all the way down, and then you hang a left at the at the L in the hallway, and they let you in one of these little doors, and you immediately slide around the corner into this into the they pull the curtain back just enough for you to slide through and then it's just you and stan lee right there yeah but the thing is there's a guy in front of the table and you hand your stuff to him he turns around and hands it to stan lee oh, so, stan, so lee never touches you. stan lee's probably six seven feet back there and i don't think he ever looks up i just think he reaches up signs something passes it off reaches it it's really kind of sad that is kind of sad Hello, and, and you, you see that curtain, and all you can think of is just hearing a little old man going, Hello, I'm Stanley. I'm still back. I'm still alive. Excelsior. Excelsior. All, you know, all he hears, though, is when he reaches up and grabs something, puts it down in front of him, he hears ka ching. Then he passes it off, he grabs something else, puts it in front of him, ka ching. That's all he hears. Oh, well. Well, I mean, you know, he is the man that, uh, that capital, you know, knows how to capitalize on things. So. I don't blame him. He is a capitalist. from the amazing, no, from uh, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man, his wrestling his, outfit. His little wrestling outfit. Yeah, that's not. Now, who is the Slender Man? Do you know who this is, the Slender yes, Man? Do you know who the Slender Please Man is? Please explain that to me. There is this meme that started a couple years ago okay. where, there, where they started altering old photographs and things, and there's this weird slender tall guy in the background, okay. and it's really scary. So there was a, a, a video series that started on YouTube uh-huh. where a kid is like filming these things and he disappears and so his friend goes back and watches these videos and he sh- and he follows him around this insane asylum that's been abandoned and the slender man shows up and whenever he shows up everything electronic goes weird and funky so he's just kind of this ominous boogeyman that appears and they've been doing more and more recently it's been coming out and Sounds like a Halloween type thing. It's kind of a Halloween thing. I'm, I'm not sure. It's a few years ago it started, and it started as just kind of a few people doing little minor things, and now it's starting to wheel wheelbarrow to um, snowball. Uh, snowball. There's the term. <laughs> there <you before>. go. <laughs> Is it wheelbarrow? I'm trying to figure out. I carry snowballs in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> But there's some pretty cool uh, little uh, photoshopped images they've done of him, you know, the little backstories to it. So it's, it's pretty interesting. So. so And so it is a YouTube series. So are there any books or anything like that on it? Because it seems like someone could really capitalize on that. I and think it's, it's, I, I want to say I've heard that there's some kind of Hollywood found footage movie coming okay. out about the Slender Man. You could have said uh, Tumbleweed. It started the Tumbleweed. <laughs> I could have done Tumbleweed. Yeah. Avalanche. I was going with Avalanche, you know. Yeah. yeah. I to do that. Those... Uh, those kinds of movies creep me out. The, uh, the found footage ones, or the well, or the kind of ominous, weird the, background the, character. Yeah, the, to me, there's two types of scary movies. You got the the axe murderer, you know, and then you've got the kinds that mess with your mind. And the kinds that mess with your mind, whether it be supernatural or psychological. or psychological, those are the times types that I hate. Like the Saw movies. Yeah, they don't bother me. I'm a big fan of those. Because it's but, like, eh, you know, yeah, something. But uh, like those 
exorcism movies and um, what about something like Jacob's Ladder? Remember Jacob's Ladder? I never watched it, but it, it was that one freaked me out. That was kind of a mess with your mind movie. Yeah, but I don't yeah. like those mess with your mind movies. They're just, just much more unnerving than the other ones. Here comes uh, was it the Scarlet Queen? What's her call? What's her Scarlet Witch? And she's texting. That's always funny to see is it, is these guys. Or is that Dazzler with her? Yes. Yeah, there's actually a better Dazzler than her. This tall really? on roller skates. Oh wow! Now that's a dazzler right there. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. We got Captain Marvel back here behind us. Oh, and she did it. All right, let's hear the results. Hey. Okay, so Ash, how'd it go? <laughs> I have to hold it. Though. Oh yeah, look, she did it. All right, so tell me about it. Um, well, there were a bunch of people in there, but I walked over. Like he was no. like, "Can I help you?" Stop. Because if he comes out, I have to hide it. Yeah, did you tell him it was for me? Yes. Then you give it And then, yeah, but continue with the story. Uh, he was helping someone. He was like, can I help you? And I was like, do you have a, an extra large in the black rebel shirt? And he was like, yeah, I think so. And then he, we were looking through it. And um, he was like, there's only a small in the men's. And then they had women's shirts. Yeah. And um, I was like, is there an extra large in the red? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, it's my dad's birthday tomorrow, and I only have 15 on me. He was like, that's fine. No big deal. Okay. <laughs> wow. So you didn't even haggle. You yeah. just from now on, you are buying everything at the convention. Oh. I want a corn dog, so go get one right now. I don't want to pay more than a dollar, so do it. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Well, one thing about these conventions is that it's it is okay to haggle. It's everything is negotiable at these. I think he said something about screwing over his girlfriend's company or whatever but he was like yeah that's fine yeah. you know you know he's always going to do yeah fine my girlfriend won't eat you know if you don't want to feed her family that's fine but you know yeah you know if you want to pay a dollar that's fine because my kids won't get anything and the profit margin on t-shirts are pretty high so it's fine that's awesome i'm very happy very happy okay well congratulations <laughs> go get me a corn dog We just ran into Jabba the Pimp, which is a Jabba the Hut, but in pimp form. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to him while you guys set up the picture. Jabba the Pimp, how are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, this is my name's Frank, and this is Brad. We're with the Half Hour Wasted Podcast. We'll pose for the picture. Three, two, and so Jabba the Pimp, how are you? I'm doing great. So I want you to describe this um, costume for us. Well, it's kind of hot. But you got the job of the head on. You got the job of the head on. And what else you got going on? Well, it's the actual suit itself. It actually has a fan that inflates it. Oh, really? So this isn't, uh, so this is like a store-bought one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, so yeah, I bought all the extra accessories added on to it. Okay. Well, you did a good job. Job of the pimp costume? No, no. It was just a job of the hood suit, and I added the accessories to make it. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Right, well, you did a good job, man. Stay cool, all right? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got one question. You bet. Y'all seen Slave Leia? Uh, I know of Slave Leia. Is there more than one here? I'm trying to find one. I can't find one. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting that connection, so. <laughs> you know, I need to collect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I need to collect. Surprisingly, <laughs> I've only seen one Slave Leia, oh. which is odd. Every time I come to the show, there's always like 10 yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. I've seen about just keep looking. You'll see them. Harley Quinn's yeah. only one Slave Leia. She's dodging me. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. She's dodging. Come on, man. Anyway, good, good luck. Bye. Hey, so I'm, uh, so I'm standing here with Brad, and Julio, and Ashley, and we just bumped into some some people dressed up as baseball characters. We have Barf, and I can't remember what the print. What's the princess's name? Prince Vespa, I think. Prince Vespa. Okay. 
Hey, Barf. How are you? My name's Frank. I'm with the Half Hour Wasted Podcast. How are you? Doing great. How are you? Great job on the on the costume, by the way. Um, we're a podcast. Can you tell me a little bit about what you are since we're radio and describe your costume? Uh, actually, the costume, we have another friend. We actually have Dot downstairs, and we have a Lone Star running around. So uh, we all got together. We all put our costumes together within, what, two months? So, yeah. Okay. So and, and so who are you, for people who don't know, since it's radio? Uh, I'm Barf, and I'm a Mog. Um, I am my own best friend. So and, and, and who do you? Excellent one too. And this is the princess, Princess Vespa. I couldn't remember your character's name. Okay, very Jewish. <laughs> very Jewish. So, do you guys dress up a lot? I mean, do you do costumes a lot? Yes, we're we're here for a lot of the conventions. Are so. you? Are you guys the? Uh, what's your group's name? Actually, we're not a group. Uh, we're we're a bunch of self. We do our own things. Uh, I was Catwoman back at Comic Con okay. and. Uh, Lilu back in January last year, so yeah, we're we're out here quite often actually. Star Wars and yeah, everything. Now Princess Vespa, you actually kind of look familiar to me. What other costumes have you have you done? I've done Supergirl a few times. Okay. <laughs> Is that your stock character? Pretty much, yes. Okay. That must be something else then. So, so what inspired uh, Spaceballs? Uh, well, this is actually their anniversary, so um, what better than to go off their 25th anniversary? So, and it's been one of our favorite movies. Who, who doesn't like a good Mel Brooks movie? Right, okay. So, okay, well, you ladies look fantastic. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And maybe we'll meet up with your other guys, uh, your other characters, too. Absolutely, thanks. Oh, what's your name, by the way? Oh, your real name. Yeah. Lars. Lars Eversold. Lars and? Nicole. Nicole, here's a here's a card with the show that the. Okay, walking on the third floor with Brad, Julio, and Ashley. I actually bumped into a to an old work friend. I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh, ten years. Paula and her kids. Um, I got my floors mixed up. Oh okay. Ethan's on the next one up. Oh okay, that's great. Well, we uh, there's Ray Park, Bruce Campbell, and uh, Ian. I don't know who that guy is. Emperor. Ian Emperor Oak. Ian McDermott. Oh, okay. You know, I never knew that actor's name. Now I know. I just learned something. Knowing's half the battle. Go, right. Joe. And there's a there's a give up uh, uh, Captain America. <laughs> hey, I got a Captain America backpack, yeah, and uh, still got the, look, he still yeah. got the tag on it. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go up the floor. Yeah. Let's go up one more. I'm right. sorry. I got. That's okay. I got my floors mixed up. That's nice. Nice job. You know, I, I would love to be one of these costume guys, but there, there's certain stipulations about costumes. And I, the same thing that, this is for Halloween, too. I have to, whatever costume I wear, I have to be willing to be arrested in it. <laughs> you know, that, that's that's one of my rules. The second one is, that, you know, you have to be able to pee in it. That's pretty important. And then the third one is, is comfort. Have you been arrested in an unfortunate costume before? No, but I don't want to be that guy. Like, I, I had a I had a friend of mine... Him and his wife, he, uh, the wife came in as kind of a, dressed in kind of a, as a douchey guy, but her husband dressed up as a Hooters waitress. Oh, great. And, you know, that was the big joke. Did he have his mugshot made? In- well, no, and I was just like, man, if you get arrested, you are going to be, and he's like, I know, I can't get arrested. That's funny. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm going to, here, I'm going to talk to Raven for a second. Hey, Raven, how are you? Hi. Nice to meet you. Actually, I'm looking at your eyes. Those are really good. <laughs> Thanks. My name's Frank. I'm with the Half Hour Wasted Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So, can you describe your costume to me? Um, well, I'm 
I'm just Raven. <laughs> um, I, I believe just her regular form, so not doing like the white cape or anything. But uh, well, what, what really caught my attention are your eyes. So you're wearing some contacts there. Describe your contacts to me. Uh, they are whiteout contacts because um, a lot of times her eyes go all white, but they have blind they have blind contacts. But I would literally be blind, so I just <laughs> went with whiteout. <laughs> so uh, so what's your vision like on them? I mean, can you see well? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Uh, they're completely. Um, no problems at all. Is this your handler right here? <laughs> Basically. Yeah, you got to have someone to watch out for you. Guys. <laughs> but, but to carry all the things during the pictures. Oh, okay, great. Well, you actually did a good job. Are you a seamstress, or you do you do a lot of costume stuff for convention? Um, I've made six costumes now. This is the first that was like an actual comic book character. Okay. So, but I did sew it myself. So, okay. thumbs up. What are what are some of the other costumes you make? Um, let's see. At, at just regular Comic Con here in Dallas, I did Katniss. Um, with the bow and arrow and everything. Okay. I've also done her um, dress that's on fire. Oh, and then yeah. I've done three Harry Potter costumes. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, okay. Well, just uh, your eyes caught me. So thought I'd uh, um, just wanted to stop you and just talk to you. So anyway, nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so. I'm going to go stand in line behind her. I'm in line to see Ethan Van Skyver. All right, here we go. I'm waiting in line to see Ethan Van Skyver. He's a uh, he's a comic book artist. He's been on the show a couple times. Maybe you've you've heard of him. He's kind of he's kind of a big deal. And behind me, Brad, Julio, and Ashley are waiting, and I'm just waiting in line. And there's a there's a lady right over here. I'm just waiting in line. Uh, why are we whispering? I, because I'm nervous. I'm not nervous. I'm just I'm pretending to be. Who are these people over here? Oh, he's doing. Is the girl you just interviewed? Is that Raven? Yeah, that was Raven. Uh, she had white contacts. They caught my eye. The, is that from the Teen Titans? Yeah. Is that who that is? There's a Laura Croft. Boy, that's kind of that's like that's an old costume. That's like that's almost like remember who Laura Croft was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good costume, but it's just like, that's kind of an old costume. You know, I've seen a lot of this Star Wars generals. I've seen a lot of them. I've seen a lot of Deadpools. And I've seen a lot of, um, um, shoot, he just... Oh, I just realized, I'm not even in, I don't think I'm in line. Uh, we're, we're just kind of hanging Well, I think these guys are in, in line. Like this guy, I think they're, they're going to get some signatures and stuff. So wait here. Hey, Ethan, Frank Rincon from Half Hour Wasted. How are you? Hey, what's going on? You're busy doing some work. I just wanted to say hi and stuff. Hi. Maybe I'll stop by later when you're not not busy. But are you uh, people? yeah, I'm just kind of going by saying hi and stuff like that. Cool. So uh, I'll I'll bug you later. All right, All right. bye. That was Ethan Ben Skyver. Okay. Yeah, he looks he looks pretty busy. So let's walk around. Let's go this way. Let's see what we got. Hey Ethan, how are you? I know you're working. Can you you want to work and talk? Yeah, let's uh, let's have a chat. It's about time. <laughs> okay, how are you, man? What's been what's new? Um, I'm really really good. I'm here at uh, uh, Dallas Fan Days, um, which is a nice change from uh, being holed up in my office back in Charlotte, North Carolina, meeting fans, <laughs> drawing Batman. 
good times. Now, recently, uh, or maybe it was about a year ago, you went to South Africa, didn't you? How was that trip? Oh, that was like that was like three or four years ago, but <laughs> it was a while ago. Seems like yesterday. It was fantastic. Frank uh, Frank doesn't obey the rules of time like like you and I do, Ethan. <laughs> He's Doctor Who or something. <laughs> Frank is always living in in fast forward. <laughs> now, you recently got married, Ethan, didn't you? I'm kidding. Uh, Yes, recently in terms of the time and evolution of mankind. Um, in the cosmic uh, scale of things. That's right. You're working on something called Flash Rebirth. How's that going? Is that coming together? <laughs> um, it's done, and no, not really. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, I'm actually working right now. Um, I, I just put out the Green Lantern Annual. Which is awesome, by the way. Thank you. Um, and... Dan DiDio said, what do you want to do next? And so I gave him a list, and at the top of the list was Batman. And it was my timing was just exquisite because Dave Finch was just leaving um, Batman the Dark Knight to go do uh, Justice League of America. So Dan said, do you want that book? And I said, yes, that's my book. That's my job. Oh, great. Congratulations. Why, thank you. Are you going to attack this book the way you've always attacked drawing, period? Or are you going to do something different um, I, don't even know, I don't even know what that question means but uh, yeah well I mean I, my plan is to just try to do a monthly book and I'm you know I, DC's not expecting that of me I'm, I'm, I'm taking in six issue arcs um, but I don't want any fill-ins I, I want to kind of do the thing myself so um, I'd like to I'd like to get 10 to 12 issues out in 2013 you know, with uh, with DC's new relaunch and changing a lot of things from the past, I mean, how are the art? You know, like, how are you dealing with it? I mean, is it okay? Is it cool? Do you like it? I'm dealing with it day by day with the help of my therapist, <laughs> psychoanalyst. I I don't care. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's fun. I the, to me, the only difference is there are more lines on Batman's costume, and I have to remember where they go. Um, but it's still the same DC, you know, still the same people, um, still the same energy and enthusiasm, and, and I'm always uh, always happy to be a part of it. Cool. Well, well, um, you know, since uh, it's been a big summer for movies, especially superhero movies, any of them stand out to you? Yes. I, I particularly loved um, The Dark Knight Rises, um, and I went to see it twice which is unusual for me. Um, but I loved it so very, very much. Um, and I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray because I'll watch it a hundred more times. I loved its message. I loved um, I loved its, its swat at the Occupy Wall Street movement. That tickled my heart. Um, and I don't know, Bane was fantastic. It really was. I also saw the Avengers. I didn't see Spider Man, but I did see the Avengers, and I thought it was, it was fun. It was, it was, uh, it was very entertaining. Can I give you some advice? What? Stay far away from the Amazing Spider Man. Uh, is it that? I heard it was okay. Well, Spider Man's always been my favorite, and I feel like this was just a money grab on the part of Sony. I could go on, and I'll stop now. I just, I was angry. Explain yourself. <laughs> I tell you what. Next time you're on our show, I'll be more than happy to explain myself about that. I don't All want right. to take up your time doing that right now. 
Yeah, in fact, we'll we'll kind of wrap it up here so you can so you can get back to work. But we got to have you on the show soon. Uh, I think we have your contact information. I'll give you one of our cards just to, so we can stay in touch. But let's get you on soon and just talk and and do what Ethan always does. You know, enlighten us. I I'll be happy to. It would be my honor and privilege. All right, buddy. We'll take care. All right. Thanks, guys. Next, we have an interview with Joe Isma. He's an artist on Morning Glories, which comes through Image Comics. I failed to get his last name during the interview, so I thought I'd do him the courtesy of saying his full name here, and I'll say it again. Joe Isma, artist on Image Comics, Morning Glories. Hey, Joe, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing great. So still working on Morning Glories? Yes, I am. I knew that because of the big banner behind you. <laughs> How's Morning Glories doing? What issue are they on? Uh, we just released our 22nd issue, and we're doing really well. Oh, good. Okay. Now, I, I only kept up with the first issue. It was a lot of fun, but it seems to be pretty well received. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with it, can you give me the storyline? Yeah, it's about six gifted but troubled teens that enroll in a prestigious prep school that is essentially the school from hell. Uh, with evil teachers trying to murder them, a uh, supernatural entity lurking around, you know, sci-fi, teen drama, and horror all mixed into one. Okay, and who's the writer on it? Nick Spencer is the writer. Nick Spencer, okay. So, let's see, you got volume two here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I have to say that the artwork on it, the one thing I like about it, especially your take on it, is it would be real easy to make the... Um, uh, to make the character slutty, especially the girls, and you don't you don't yeah. do that. Right. Yeah, you, you, you know they're pretty, of course, but they're not like you know. Uh, I mean, was that a conscious decision, or, or you know, what was your thinking in in um, drawing them? Yeah, I I don't want to draw you know these teenage characters looking like sluts and skanks and whatever. Cheesecake is fine, but not really suited for this book. I mean, these are teenagers, and you know I remember how girls saw themselves. When I was in high school, you know, they, they wanted to dress sexy, but they they still had a dress code. And uh, that's the way I, I look at it for these characters. You know, I want them to, to be teenagers, to be natural, to feel like you know, as if they were real characters, like that they would be, they would want to be sexy or whatever. But, you know, you don't want to be titillating or whatever in terms of the book. So, you know, yeah, keep it, I want to try and keep it as tasteful as possible because if you really want, you know, that kind of, extreme you know slutty skanky whatever there are publishers out there that will do that for you but you know for this i don't want to distract from the story too much right it seems to i put it in in an in an air of realism that that really helps the the storyline okay well what else are you working on like what other projects you have going on uh i just finished a fill-in for a book called higher earth from boom studios working with sam humphreys who writes uh sacrifice uh he's gonna write he writes the ultimates he's gonna write uncanny x-force for marvel and uh, that was a lot of fun, and I've got a couple other things in works and uh, some covers for Cobra from IDW featuring the villains from G.I. Joe. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's all the other stuff in addition to Morning Glories. Okay, so let's talk just summer movies and stuff like that. It was a big summer for comic book fans and stuff like that. And you know, what, what were the standout movies for you? Uh, Prometheus. Uh, I know that was a pretty divisive movie all along, but I loved it, and... I can watch that movie and not get tired of it. That was probably my bar none favorite film of the summer because I'm such a huge fan of Alien. And, uh, you know, that one. And, of course, The Avengers. Loved that one. It was also good. And then, yeah, obviously, uh, you know, Dark Knight Rises was really well. It was really good. It was just a great summer for movies. But those three were probably my top from the summer. 
Now, you, uh, you, you mentioned about Prometheus. Brad on our show, he's a huge fan of that. We actually got divided on what we thought about the movie. I was in a camp that I thought, uh, I didn't care for it that much. But did you have that same debate with friends? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because the group of friends that went to see the movie, I went to see the movie with, I mean, we all liked it, but we stood outside the theater for like an hour discussing it, just going over the plot and the questions left by it. And I love movies like that. I love movies that spark discussion, spark arguments or whatever. I mean, because then that, then you know at least that, you know, the film has achieved some kind of status uh, in terms of uh, how it affects people. Did you get the Blu-ray? Oh, yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> okay, yeah, Brad loves that movie. He was just talking to us uh, off mic a bit ago about how he's he's watched a movie and he watched the four-hour documentary. Now he wants to go back and listen to the um, commentary on it. Well, anyway, well, good talking to you, man. I hope you get lots of customers at your table. And uh, uh, pimp your book one more time. It's called Morning Glories from Image Comics. Thank you very much, sir. Hey, who am I talking to? What's your name? Elisa Quintanilla. Hey, Elisa. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? So I stopped you because you have a very unusual costume. I'd like for you to kind of explain it to me. Uh, well, I'm um, Yon Cat from the internet videos. <laughs> um, now describe that for people who don't know what that is. Um, it's a little cat that, um, you know, kind of gallops or runs through space. And there's a meowing song in the background and I shoot rainbows out of me. So... <laughs> Uh, I've got a Pop-Tart body. Yeah, that you just described it perfectly. <laughs> so what spurred this? This is pretty random. It's great. I love it. Very random. So t- what spurred it? Actually, uh, my friend was the one that brought up that it would be really easy to make. And I was like, wow, that would be. I have pretty much everything. <laughs> so I just went and got um, cardboard and made the Pop-Tart and found some socks. Yeah, you got big, big rainbow socks. You did a great job. Oh, thank you. Now, your boyfriend right here. Uh, hi, my name's Frank. Uh, Cole Allen. Cole, nice to meet you. So, tell me about your costume. It's pretty, it's fairly simple. You had to explain it to me, but tell me, tell me who you're dressed as. Oh, uh, just Gordon Freeman from Half Life. Uh, just a scientist at a research facility. Just really easy costumes, yeah. like a name tag, lab coat. Pretty simple. Yeah, and that's it. You guys are done. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when she said she was going to dress up like the, is it non cat? Non cat. Yeah. What did What did you think? I, I didn't know what that was, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> But then she showed me the video, and it just kind of made sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good. You did a good job. It's very uh, eye-catching, and it's a lot of fun. In fact, I, I would say, you know, you're the one that I every time I see you walking, I'm like, that is awesome because it's simple, and it's just no one else did it. You know, no one else is dressed up like that. So, you guys enjoy the con, and good talking to you. Right, thank you. Thanks. Hey, I just bumped into an artist named Jason. What's your full name? Uh, Jason Chalker. Okay. And Jason, your artwork, it just kind of really caught me off guard. You have a, a poster here of Luke Skywalker kind of in the speed racer pose, jumping out of his car, but instead he's jumping out of an X-Wing. Uh, you have some really unique ideas here. Can you uh, tell me a little bit about your artwork? Sure. Um, I just kind of have, have a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm definitely influenced by the old pulp stuff, you know, from the 40s and 50s. I like to do pinups, but I love sci-fi, so I try to blend it all together and just kind of give it a lot of things just, you know, like, I like the nostalgia of it, I guess. Like, looking behind you, you have a, a Lord of the Rings poster, but it's done kind of in a Peter Mac Beatles type way. That's very cool. Um, there's this, uh, I guess it's a cheesecake of, uh, of Batgirl uh, that says occupational hazard and her costume is kind of torn but I mean do you have any favorites here? Well um, right now actually I did, I did a Star Wars luchador painting that I've, I'm very, very happy with um, and I'd say 
My Big Trouble in Little China is uh, one of my favorites. Oh, I just rec- I just saw that one. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, the Chinese translates to Lopan Express. So. Okay. So how'd you get started? Um, well, I've always I've kind of always been interested in art, um, and once I got out of school, um, I, you know, I've always worked as either designer or programmer and stuff. But probably in the last ten years, I started getting into the more you know the geeky nerd art and stuff. I, I was an animator on a Scanner Darkly. And I worked with a lot of comic book artists, and that, that kind of got me sucked into this world. And I love it. It's so much fun. Now, I just saw this Star Wars uh, Mexican poster one. Is that yours? Yes. Okay, I, I think I was on Gawker, what, the website, a couple weeks ago, and someone had linked to that. I guess they had found your website and just kind of went, hey, this is kind of cool. It was either Gawker, I think it was Gawker who had done it. I know they made IO9. It must have been IO9. That must and be. also, Geeks Are Sexy was, did, did something. Yeah. So, well, okay. So you got to pimp your site. What's it called? Uh, it's manlyart.com. Spell it for our fans because I want people to go to your website. It's M A N L Y A R T.com. And you can get to my blog from there and my, gro- and my grocery store, my online store. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. You need to eat. Um, guys, I can't emphasize this enough. It's a lot of fun. His artwork. Go to the website. Check it out. Thanks. Thank you very much. Okay, so I was walking down the hall, and I saw this young lady who's dressed like Doctor Who. But then there's this other woman who, she's dressed up, and I asked who she was, and it turns out you're on your bachelorette party here at the convention? Yes. <laughs> that is the craziest thing. Most bachelorette parties are out drinking, they rent a limo, they go, but you came here? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you must be a real geek. So tell me about, about the guy you're marrying. Who are you marrying? I'm marrying a guy named Andrew. Um, we met... Five years ago, both security officers, and he kind of nerded me out. <laughs> so. okay. That's just kind of cool. I've never, I've come to all these conventions, I've never seen a bachelorette party here, so that's, that's kind of awesome. Okay, now, Elizabeth, right? Uh, How are you, Elizabeth? I am very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're just here for moral support for Emily. Okay. Emily, do you have more people here? Yeah, this is my matron of honor, actually. Oh, gotcha. so. okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> So the reason why I stopped you is you're dressed like Doctor Who. You did a great job. Which Doctor Who is this? This is David Tennant, the 10th Doctor. Okay. Now, the, the reason why, another reason why I wanted to talk to you is that there are a lot of females here who seem to really identify with Doctor Who. Like, there's just something about Doctor Who that they like. Can you tell me what that is or why you enjoy Doctor Who? Uh, you know, I really like just the idea of traveling in time and that you are somebody's companion. And I think that a lot of people really groove on that, uh, something that you can directly relate to. And and I actually, I, my husband actually looks like the 10th Doctor. And so <laughs> and so it's just something that a lot of people can relate to. And I think it's just a fun thing to do and, and come and enjoy one of these. And I've never been to one of these before, actually. So this oh, is my first cool. time. Okay. Yes. And so I really like it. I'm probably going to come back because this is fantastic. Now, um... Why do you think other females really seem to gravitate towards Doctor Who? I mean, there just seems to be a lot of women just really seem to like him. Well, you know, as the seasons progress, the doctors get younger uh-huh. and uh, slightly more attractive. <laughs> and I would say that probably with this younger generation, they're more easily identifiable and okay. you can relate to them. And so I think that if you have somebody who is young and good looking and is offering to take you on the ride of your life, why would you resist? <laughs> okay, that's a great answer. Well, okay, ladies, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. And again, congratulations to you. That is awesome. So have a great wedding. Uh, when can I crash it? Is it this week? 
It's in two weeks. All right, I'll crash it. I'll find it and crash it, okay? Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, bye. So I was walking down the hallway, and I saw Rogue. Rogue, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? Doing great. Now, what caught my eye, though, are your shoes, your boots. How high are they? I'm not sure exactly how high they are, but I'm normally just barely 5'2", and these get me up to, like, 6 foot. So, yeah, they're pretty ginormous. <laughs> wow, and you said you can walk in them fine? I can. I've actually successfully made it up and down stairs in these, so... I think I've done pretty well. Okay. That's pretty impressive. Okay, so tell me a little bit about your costume. You're wearing a wig and stuff like that with the white stripe, but tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, this was actually one that my friend and I kind of put together actually yesterday. I don't live here anymore. I now go to college up in the Philadelphia area, and so then we heard about fan days from a friend of ours that works at a costume shop, and we decided, you know, hey, let's go. So we looked through, found all the stuff, put together this rogue cosplay, and here I am today. Okay, great. So what are you studying up in? You said Philadelphia? Yeah, I go to Bryn Mawr, and I don't know what I want to study yet. I know I want to do something with environmental studies, but I don't know what I want a major in yet, so... Okay, well, cool. So uh, we were talking before I turned on the recorder, and you said you're into comic books? I am indeed. I love comics. Okay, so what are you reading? I read mostly DC, but I do a lot of, I read a lot of Batman, just kind of the Bat family in general. This summer's been really big for superhero movies. Any of them, like, which was your favorite? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I got to say, I loved The Avengers. It was an awesome movie. And then, no joke, I went to... Um, Comic-Con down in San Diego, and then I stayed in the California area for a little while with my family. Got back from the airport. Day that The Dark Knight Rises comes out, I have my parents drop me off at the theater right from the airport. I get up my Nightwing costume that I wore at the con, and I sit there through the three-movie marathon. So you make other costumes? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I've got a Joffrey costume from Game of Thrones, and then I've also got the Nightwing I was talking about. I've got a steampunk-themed Harley Quinn. And then pretty soon, I'm going to start working on a Femme Thor cosplay, and I'm going to incorporate lights in that for the first time. So we're going to see how that works. Kind of excited. Now, uh, when your friends find out that you're kind of a little bit of geek, um, what's their reaction? Um, well, actually, most of my friends are pretty big nerds and geeks, too, so <laughs> we just kind of, like, geek out over everything. <laughs> okay, well, that's really cool. Well, you continue. You do well in school, okay? And, uh, and keep making up the cool costumes. All right. Thank you very much. Will do. Okay, I was just walking down the hall, and I saw some ladies here and thought I'd uh, talk to them. And they all kind of, I guess, have a little bit of story. This is all your first convention, right? Yes. All right. Now, um, we'll start with you because I'm a Futurama fan, okay? okay? So you have to tell me, yeah, since this is radio, you have to tell me who you're dressed as. Okay, I'm Philip J. Fry from Futurama. <laughs> and, uh, and so tell me what you're wearing. I'm wearing a red jacket. I'm wearing a Beastie Boy shirt because that's his favorite band. I've got my Planet Express box, and I have my Slurm can. Yeah, you are awesome. And I can tell you tried to do something with your hair. Yeah, my hair fell down. I was waiting for Bruce Campbell outside, and the wind messed it up. But oh. it was up earlier. So you had you had his flip. Yes, I did. Awesome. Okay. And what's your name? I'm Stacy. Stacy. And what are you holding in your hand, Stacy? Oh, I I just met the uh, Donnie. I don't know. I'm not sure you pronounce his last name, but he was the voice of Bambi when he was six. So I just got his autograph and I talked to him, and he's really sweet. So. And you are? I'm Lindsay. Lindsay, and you're purple, so you must be a grape. 
Well, I'm a TCU student, but close enough, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's great. So, ladies, while we were talking, this is all your first convention. So, tell me, what do you think? We'll start with you. Um, well, I was in line. Just I just wanted to meet Gina Torres, who played Zoe in Firefly, I'm sure you know. And um, I was super excited, kind of freaking out. But at the same time, I wasn't sure if you were allowed to be in the line just to talk to them because everyone else had a ticket for the autograph. And then the guy in front of me heard me saying, oh, I don't have a ticket. And he said, I have an extra one if you want. And I was like, are you? And he gave me an extra autograph ticket. I was like, that is the most amazing thing. So I got an autograph from Gina Torres, and it was it was really amazing. That's great. Now, who did she play on Firefly? Uh, Zoe. That is awesome. So you see how nice geeks can be sometimes? Yes, yes, very much so, yeah. Okay, how about you? What do you think of the convention? It's pretty awesome. Everyone's costumes are really neat. I didn't wear one, but uh, I just was really excited to meet uh, uh, Robert Engel, who's uh, Freddy Krueger. So I went to his Q&A, and he's hilarious. And he and he did the Freddy voice a couple of times, and it was really creepy. <laughs> he told me to, like, don't be shy or something, but, like, in a really screaming Freddy voice. So it's kind of cool and scary. But, yeah, it's been an awesome experience. And how about you? It's been great. Um, I've already bought way too much, but I don't regret it. Um, I came to see Bruce Campbell today, and I was definitely not disappointed. And, yeah, it's been really awesome. Now, I have to ask you, what inspired you to get dressed up? Um, I figured this could double as my Halloween costume as well, and I just like costumes, so. Any other? Do you make costumes? No, I mean, besides, like, getting stuff like this together. I don't actually sew or anything. Okay. Okay, well, ladies, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. And thank you for dressing up like Fry. I mean, thank uh, you. <laughs> all right, guys. This is Frank Rincon walking home. It was a great day at the convention. Brad and I had some fun. I spoke to Dan from San Ann. Those. Long-time listeners should remember him. He's been on our show a few times. Bumped into some friends. Dennis Pooh was there. Never could touch base with him. It was a uh, There were a lot of people there. Last I saw, he was going to go see the Felicity Day um, uh, panel where she was just going to talk about her, uh, her career and stuff. But overall, it was a great experience. Some really nice people. Um, lots of goodbyes if you were shopping. And... Um, good crowd. It was a lot of fun. It is going to go one more day tomorrow, but I'm only attending today, Saturday. Anyway, I'd like to take this moment to thank you very, uh, to thank all of you for listening. Uh, I'm going to read the boilerplate now as I'm walking to my car. You've been listening to the Half Hour Wasted Podcast, proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Visit the show's website at halfhourwasted.com and check out our blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit the message board at forumsforgeeks.com Send questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com Drop us an individual email at brad, frank, or bill at halfhourwasted.com Follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830 And be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast and all of our other great podcasts at hhwlod.com He's Brad, he's Bill, and I'm Frank, and we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted.